It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap. Here's the pitch. A curveball! Time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 96 of Brewers on Tap. Lane Grindle with you from San Francisco as the crew in the midst of this nine-game road trip, uh, the first three games in Colorado, finishing up a series with the Giants today, and then an off day Thursday before three games with the Dodgers over the weekend in L.A. And the crew has had a successful road trip so far. Let's rewind back to the finish of the homestand. Last Wednesday, a win over the Pirates for the crew, and then getting themselves set up for this big road trip after a loss on Friday night to the Rockies. The crew came back, wins on Saturday and Sunday, a loss Monday night to the Giants, but bounced back with a 4-3 victory on Tuesday night to against San Francisco. Okay, a lot to get into. Let's first look at the standings. Right now, as you look at the NL Central, the Brewers at 66-61. and 61. They're two and a half games back of the Chicago Cubs for first place in the NL Central. St. Louis is two games behind the Brewers. They are four and a half games back of Chicago. The Cardinals are 63-62, and 62, and the Pirates starting to fall back. They're now 60-66, and 66, six games below 500, and they are eight games back of the Cubs as well. In the NL wildcard, yes, that is starting to come into play now for the Brewers. The Brewers three games back of Colorado, three and a half games back of Arizona in the wildcard chase. And remember this with the NL wildcard, you have the Rockies and Diamondbacks both in the NL West. So they're going to have a handful of games at the very minimum against the Dodgers in the month of September, and they're going to be playing each other going to provide opportunity for somebody out of the NL Central to close that gap and possibly get themselves one of those NL wildcard spots when September's all said and done. And don't sleep on the Marlins. The Miami Marlins back to 500 now at 62-62, and 62, playing very good baseball here over the last couple of weeks. They could get themselves into the NL wildcard conversation as well. Well, Craig Council got his 200th victory on Tuesday night with that 4-3 win over the Giants in San Francisco. So congratulations to the Brewers skipper on that incredible feat. Of course, Neil Walker was traded for last week. We told you about it on last week's podcast, and he is on fire. 12 for 27, a home run, and five RBIs in the eight games since he became a Brewer. He's on a 10-game hitting streak that spans back through his time with the Mets, and over the course of that span, 18 for 36 with two home runs, and seven driven in. It's been really fun to see Neil Walker do what he's been able to do. Here's some other notes for you. Chase Anderson is back in the rotation. He pitched very well on Sunday against the Rockies. He picked up his seventh win of the season. 
going five innings and giving up just one earned run. He'll go again on Friday night at Dodger Stadium when he matches up against Kenta Maeda for Los Angeles. Steven Boat is also back from his rehab assignment, and he's been back in the lineup, and he has looked good so far. We're going to talk to both Chase Anderson and Steven Boat and Neil Walker, who we just talked about, all coming up here on the podcast. All right, let's uh, jump right into it. First things first, let's talk to the newest brewer. Braun sends it to left center and deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here and gone again for Ryan Braun. He just hit another three-run shot out of here. Time to catch up with the crew. And we're joined by the newest brewer, second baseman Neil Walker. The move and everything that went on over the last couple of days, I'm sure it's been a whirlwind for you, but you were able to get in on Sunday and immediately make an impact. That had to feel good to get off to such a good start with the crew. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. Obviously, uh, the situation in, in New York was, um, you know, was uh, we, we weren't we weren't going to have a chance at the playoffs, and you know, coming over here, I, I immediately was thrown into a uh, a playoff push. So I, my, my my goal was to get here as quickly as I could, and uh, when I talked to Counts uh, the day before. The Sunday day game, I said, I think I'll be able to get in on time. And uh, you know, he had obviously said that Travis took a couple balls off the leg and I could play third. And I said, sure. So uh, it, was, it was probably better to, to, to show up with a few hours sleep, throw a Red Bull down and, uh, and get after it and, um, you know, just right into the fire. So and uh, luckily we've had a couple off days and uh, smushed in between here. So I've, uh, I think I've caught back up. You dealt with an injury earlier in the year, but you dealt with rumors, too, before the trade deadline and then, of course, after the non-waiver deadline. What is it like to go through that experience? You haven't had to deal with that a lot in your career. Yeah, I, you know, I, I dealt with it at the very end of my time in Pittsburgh in um, 14 and 15, and then obviously uh, this last year uh, being a free agent going into the offseason with a, with a team that, that didn't have a playoff chance. So um, you, you, you don't get caught up with it. You try to just continue to do what um, – you know, do what you're capable of doing, and, and for me, it was being healthy and being back on the field. And I, I knew once I uh, once I got back and, and, and got comfortable, and my body felt good that that I was going to be kind of off and running. And uh, fortunately, a few days before I got traded, I started to feel a lot better, and both at the plate and in the field, and in my body. So um, was able to, to, to slip into the lineup here and and and, uh, and 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 play pretty well to this point. So hopefully, it continues. But yeah, you kind of can just control what you can control, I guess they say, and. And uh, show up to the ballpark, get your work in, and play hard, and see what happens. You were part of a playoff push last year with the Mets, and you'd been a part of that with the Pirates. So you bring that experience to this clubhouse. How much of a bounce in your step did it give you, just to know, hey, I'm with the team right now that's out of it. Boom, overnight, now I'm right back into a playoff race. Yeah, it definitely was, and, and uh, it was definitely a big, a big boost. And even, uh, even the first day, getting in the into the lineup and seeing how excited the guys were to be playing um, playoff type baseball at, at this time of year. That's all you can ask for as a player. So. Um, a lot more young guys here than than than, uh, than in New York, so the the energy level is is certainly higher on a daily basis, and I think that just helps uh, us veteran guys kind of uh, get going and and, and and stay up for uh, for every, the everyday grind of baseball. How, how do you see your role in that clubhouse, being one of the guys that's been there and done that with such a young clubhouse? You know, being here for for a few days, uh, you, you know, I, I just try to you know lead by example and and. and take some of my experiences and, and kind of run with it but uh, you know this is a good clubhouse here it's a good mixture of young guys and veterans and um, you know guys are are, are focused on the win on an on a every single day basis I don't see guys worried about individual statistics and things like that and that's a good sign for for teams going into into late August and September so um, you know I, I don't see myself as, as doing anything more than, than than what I am and that's 
you know, showing up every day, doing what I'm asked to do, wherever I'm asked to play, uh, wherever I'm asked to hit in the lineup and, and kind of take it in stride and, and, and be a good teammate as much as I can. You've been a National League guy your whole career, and right away you got—you already talked about it, thrown in at third base. You, you have some versatility. A lot of the guys in this team have versatility. Is that the way you like baseball? Yeah, and, and you know, that's, like you said, being in the National League for, for a long time, this is the, uh, the first time these last uh, several months that, that I've had to bounce around a little bit, but I did it in, uh, early in my career in Pittsburgh, so it's not foreign to me. It, it takes a little while to kind of just get a little comfortable at, at the corners as opposed to playing middle infield, but, uh, you know, that's the way I like it. There's, like you said, there's a lot of guys on this team that can play multi-positions, uh, a couple switch hitters, you know, a lot of lefties, a lot of righties. It's, it's, it's very dynamic as far as uh, on a daily basis and matchups and things like that, and, you know, at this time of year when guys get nicked up and, and dinged up, uh, you, you know, guys can take breathers and not feel bad about it. Brewers second baseman Neil Walker with us here from Coors Field. Neil, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right, you got it. Thanks. Neil Walker has been a big addition to this team, and another big addition to this team was Stephen Vogt. We talked to him back in June when he came over from the Oakland A's. Stephen Vogt has found a new energy with the Milwaukee Brewers and is very excited to be healthy again and back on the field. And I know you had to work really hard to get yourself back, but you look like you're you're 100%. Uh, you've swung it pretty well since coming back. Yeah, I'm feeling really good. You know, I, uh, Dan Wright and, and the rest of the training staff have done a great job in helping me get back uh, as quickly as possible. And um, you know, anytime you can come back under the projected time, you know, it's a, it's a good thing. But it was it was it was really hard for uh, on me, and it was uh, you know mentally, physically to get hurt when you know when I did. But you know, fortunately, we're still right in this uh, right in this thing, and I'm I'm hoping to come back and contribute any way I can. When you joined the Brewers at the end of June, you talked about change of scenery, getting a chance to kind of hit the ground running in, a, in the middle of a playoff push, and, and it looked like that really energized you at the time. Absolutely, and, uh, you know, I really do. It, it energized me right when I got here, and I still feel that energy right now. I still feel like, uh, you know, I'm in a good place. I, I love this I love this group of guys. I love the coaches. I love pretty much everything about Milwaukee. It's just been a very good change for our family. Um, and, you know, uh, we're right in the middle of a playoff race, so you can't, you can't uh, want anything more. Yeah, you're back in the Bay Area. Of course, you were with the A's for quite some time. Have you have you been able to see some familiar faces since you've been back, even though you're not playing the A's and you're playing the Giants? Yeah, there were quite a few A's fans here last night, you know, for game one. So I got to catch up with some of them, some of the people I got to know over the last four or five years. And uh, it's always great to come back to the Bay Area. It's been really fun for me, especially, you know, this was my childhood stadium. Uh, I was a Giants fan, loved the Bay Area. So getting to come back as a, as a true visitor instead of a commuter from across the Bay, it's been been a really special trip so far for my family and I so uh, it's been good to see some familiar faces and some A's fans coming to the ball games and uh, it's just been really fun. The I believe in Stephen Vogt chant uh, what does that mean to you it's pretty unique and pretty cool. It's uh, it's kind of everything that I feel like they've, they've the Oakland A's fans really embodied you know kind of who I am as a player and it's one of those things where you know it started when I was playing right field and I'm not exactly you know your stereotypical outfielder and so out there and they just got behind me and supported me and it just kind of became this almost cultish type thing in uh, in Oakland where you know we believe and you know Oakland A's fans I kind of know when I know their fans you know I hear it all around the country now you just hear I believe and uh, you look up and give a little wave and it's just so cool to to have the fans embrace you like that and you know that uh, you know they've, they're behind you 100%. You're back Chase Anderson's back Neil Walker was added how, how has that affected the clubhouse getting getting this team 100% and getting everybody kind of lined up and ready to go for this final push? Hey, you know, I think we like where we're at right now. You know, um, obviously, you know, the standings, we're, we're not far back. We're right where we want to be. Uh, no one's really talking about us anymore, and that's kind of the good thing. Yeah. We, you know, we're, we're right there. We're staying in this thing, and uh, 
we're going to surprise some people. I think there's a really good mood and feel in the clubhouse, and you know we're so deep. You know we're uh, you know position player wise, any one of us could play on any given night and, and contribute, and that's what you that's what a playoff team uh, has, and we have that. Our pitching staff has been great. Now you get Chase back at full strength. We love our rotation. We love our bullpen, and uh, we're we're excited to see how these last uh, five six weeks are going to go. Almost two months since you joined the Brewers. And, and early on, that's a challenge, getting to know a new pitching staff. How much more comfortable are you now handling these guys than you were the first couple of weeks? Yeah, I mean, I, it's, uh, it's, never, it's never easy to just get to know a, a group of pitchers like that quickly. So, uh, you know, Manny did help me out a lot. And then uh, when, once I went on the DL and the bandy came up, you know, we were talking a lot and just talking with DJ a lot about these guys and, and getting to know them individually. You know, I, I really took some time when I was on the DL, especially – uh, to focus on just kind of developing relationships with those guys because so much of what we do together on the field goes beyond physical. Uh, it's more of a, it's a it's a relationship, and um, you know I always tell young catchers when when I've been talking to them, you know the day that you love your pitching staff is the day that you're going to become a great catcher, and uh, you you're, it's your ERA just like it's theirs. It's every run, every pitch is yours just like it's theirs, and. Uh, you know, I tell these guys all the time, I say, you're going to throw to a lot of catchers that are probably better than me, but uh, you're going to throw to very few that love you more. And that's really what, that's how you become a great catcher is uh, by loving your pitchers. And that's what I try and do. Steven, we appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me. Our thanks to Steven Vogt, the guy that has been pitching to him, or at least that he was able to receive a little bit uh, over the weekend is of course, Chase Anderson. Chase Anderson, one of uh, the great guys in the Brewers clubhouse and having just a tremendous season was amongst the NL league leaders in ERA before he went down with the injury at the end of June, able to get back out on the mound on Sunday against the Rockies, and it felt really good for Chase to be able to do it. Your first time on a major league mound since the end of June uh, yesterday. You go five innings, really had great results, and, and, and I'm sure for you it was just a good thing to get through it healthy and, and feel good coming out of it. Yeah, you know, the goal was I knew I was probably at a little bit of a pitch count just from, you know, building my way back. But uh, it was good to get out there. And, you know, really the biggest thing is just, uh, you know, getting a series win as a team. You know, that's a, that's a tough place to play and a tough place to get a, a series win. And, you know, the guys came through and did that. But uh, all in all, I feel good today. Health is good. And, you know, no uh, um, nothing from the oblique. So that's that's uh, that's definitely a positive step. You had the, the two rehab starts to get yourself ready. And, and initially there was talk of you making three. So clearly those went well and you were feeling good and feeling good enough to come back as quickly as you did. Yeah, I was hoping it would be knocked down to two because, you know, three rehab starts, just, you know, you want as you get to the second one, you, your arm's in pretty good shape and uh, you feel pretty good uh, about everything. But I was glad I just came back a little earlier than expected. So uh, that was good. I was, I was just excited to get back and contribute to this team because, you know, playing good baseball now kind of went through a little slump. But now we're getting back into playing our kind of baseball, and that's it's fun to be a part of right now. Throughout your injury, I, I remember you getting on the bus after games and talking about, hey, i got to keep grinding and keep rehabbing because I want to get back for the stretch. And now here you are. And, and, and yesterday was one of the bigger games of the year. I'm, right now we're playing the biggest game of the year every day, it feels exactly. like. Yeah, I think right now just, you know, uh, with the Cubs being in first place and we're right there on the – um, you're right there within striking distance. Yeah. I think our goal is just to stay right where we need to be, continue to try to win each day and not look too big and too far ahead because when you do that, you know, uh, you're not focused on the present and actually you're losing games and you're not where you want to be. But I think doing what we do every day and just kind of staying locked in for what, what our, our purpose is as a team is to win, win games. And the cool thing about our team is it's not just one guy carrying the team. It's, uh, it's everybody. Look, you can look at Jose, uh, uh, Jesus Aguilar, what he did in this last series. Just, it was impressive. And, um, 
you know, just him getting an opportunity to play in the big leagues this year and see what he can do. It's, it's been great because, like I said, it's not, not been just one guy, and uh, hopefully just continue this trend. One of the things for you this year has been your velocity's increased, and it's it's made that fastball even that much more dangerous for you. You, you had the velocity yesterday. It was the same velocity that you had before the injury. Maybe the command wasn't exactly where you wanted it to be, but that started to get better as the game went on, I thought. Yeah, uh, I, that was the biggest thing is just see kind of see my, where my arm strength was and where the velocity was. Uh, and, you know, I think it was still where I wanted 93 to 95 and maybe a couple 96s. But I'm really not too worried about that. That is nice to have. To you, make, you can be uh, a little bit more uh, careful. You don't have to throw it on the corners as much. You can get away with a little bit more. But uh, the command did come back. The fourth, fifth inning I had, the breaking ball came into play. Um, the cutter was a little more sharp. Um, the fastball was located better. Changeup was uh, it was it was so so yesterday. I didn't really didn't really have a feel for that pitch, but everything started to come back to feel like I was back in the game. And, you know, I feel like I could have got, gone a lot longer. But the National League and you know we got Neil Walker and he comes up there and gets a base hit. You know, just does his job and uh, I understand that part of the game. So it's just it's fun to get a series win, especially in Colorado. Changeup is one of your most dynamic pitches, and that's a feel pitch, right? So the more you're on the mound, that that should start to come back with every start that you make from here on out, right? Yeah, I think so, and that's a pitch I'm. It's pretty natural for me. I think yesterday I was just trying to force it a little bit. My mechanics were a little bit off sync, and DJ talked to me after the third inning. He's like, you need to just, just relax a little bit, try not to force it, just let your body do its thing. And after that, I was, you know, that seven pitch inning in the fifth inning with the, their top three hitters was, uh, you know, he always has something to tell me just to get me back where I need to be. And, you know, Derek Johnson's been awesome for me this year, just kind of uh, helped me take that next step in my game. Um, so a lot of credit goes to him, just a lot of things he's taught me on the mound and off the mound mentally and, and physically. So a lot, of this, a lot of the success of our team and our pitching staff goes to him. How nice is it to have a couple of at-bats behind you now, too? <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. You know, it was fun to get up there. I know the first time I wasn't allowed to swing, so I just tried to, I almost walked, uh, which is good. I saw what, six pitches, I think, which is a good thing. And then uh, the next time I was able to get up there and get a bunt down, so uh, that was always obviously nice to get that. I always give Zach Davies a hard time because he's probably the best bunter on our yeah. team. And he, uh, I came in after the game and goes, that, that, that bunt was for you, man. I've been working on that in my rehab. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chase, uh, congratulations on getting back onto the mound, and good to have you with uh, the crew here for over the, the final stretch of the season. Thank you. I'm excited to be part of this. And my thanks to Chase Anderson for giving me some time on the podcast. All right, you heard from three very important brewers. Now let's talk about some of the future brewers. Checking in on the farm. As we go down on the farm, we begin in AAA where Colorado Springs is now 75 and 52. They are playing some tremendous baseball heading on a collision course towards the postseason, getting some great play out of Brad Phillips. Lewis Brenson's currently injured, but hopefully he'll be back soon uh, as well. His minor league season might be over, but uh, he might be able to come back for a September call-up with the Brewers before it's all said and done. But the big highlight over the last week for the Sky Sox was Nate Orff, the utility man for the Sky Sox, hit for the cycle as uh, a very, very exciting thing for Nate Orff. And he kept his hot streak going again on Monday night as Orff collected three hits, going three for four, two runs and an RBI, and a double in the loss. So he's been really hot here recently. Bubba Derby's been pitching extremely well on the mound. He was a PCL Pitcher of the Week for the period of August 14th through the 20th. Made two starts, went 2-0 with a 1.42 ERA, 12 and two-thirds innings, and two earned runs with just two walks and 10 strikeouts in that span. He has been very good at the AAA level so far this year. Double A Biloxi, the Shuckers are in a fight to try and win that Southern League South in the second half. 
They are 28 and 27 so far in the second half, and they are right within striking distance to win that second half crown. Of course, Corbin Burns has been tremendous. Corbin Burns hurled eight. Uh, he hurled eight innings of scoreless baseball for the Shuckers on Monday night. Just allowed two hits over those eight innings, two walks. He struck out eight. He has a 1-1-6 ERA with three walks and 26 punchouts in his four starts over the month of August. Lowered his ERA to 1-9-7 on the year. He is a surefire bet to be the Brewers' minor league pitcher of the year. He has just had an absolutely tremendous season. And a guy behind him in that bullpen that is really pitching well is left-hander Nick Ramirez. He has been outstanding as well. It's been really good to see Nick Ramirez turn into what he has turned into for the Brewers organization, uh, making the switch from a first baseman to a pitcher this year, and it has gone as smooth as you could possibly imagine. Class A advanced Carolina. They sit at 26-32 and 32 in the second half of their season. Uh, so things not going maybe as well for that young, young baseball team in the Carolina League in the second half. But Cody Ponce has pitched well, in fact, so well that he's earned a promotion. Cody Ponce has been promoted to double-A Biloxi. He pitched very well again the other day for the, shock, for the uh, Mudcats. rather, And Ponce has been an innings eater all year long. And spent really his second full year in Class A advanced. He was hurt for a chunk of 2016, but uh, put in a very solid 2017 and ready to tackle Double A Biloxi to end this year, and will most likely be with the Shuckers to start next season as well. Lucas Ersig did homer on Tuesday night for the Mudcats. Class A Wisconsin, the Timber Rattlers, uh, a little disappointed because Keston Hira had to go on the DL last week with a hamstring strain. He was just getting back into the field and starting to play some defense, but obviously proved his bat is for real over the course of 2017 with time split between the Arizona League and the Midwest League. But uh, the Timber Rattlers 25 and 30, or excuse me, 26 and 32 in the second half of their season in the Midwest League. And uh, so showing some good signs, some young players there doing some really good things. Dallas Carroll has been a guy that you should keep an eye on down in Wisconsin. And in the Pioneer League, the Helena Brewers uh, sitting at 6-14 and 14 in the second half. Very, very young team. Tristan Lutz has been good, though. The 34th overall pick has done some great stuff at the plate for the Helena Brewers. He went 2-for-5 with a run. RBI a walk and a steal for the Brewers on Monday. He's an Arlington, Texas native. He owns a 351 batting average in 14 games in the Pioneer League so far. So uh, very encouraging signs from another high pick in 2017 for the Brewers. All right, let's see what's coming up. Here's what's on tap. All right, the Brewers will get back off this road trip and return home starting on August 29th. That's a Tuesday night, 640 start against the Cardinals. Wednesday the 30th, that's a 110 start against the Cardinals. It's also Kids and Seniors Discount Day, 14 and under, and seniors 60 and above save 50% on tickets. Brewers and Nationals then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for a four-game series. Friday the 1st, 7-10 start. It's a five-county Friday. 
All five county residents save 50% on tickets, and it's a Barrelman mesh back cap. First 10,000 fans, courtesy of the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. That's a really cool cap. You'll want to get your hands on it. Saturday, September 2nd is Coaches versus Cancer Night. The special ticket package includes a seat for the cruise matchup with the Nationals, Craig Council Purple Sneakers mini bobblehead, and a donation to the American Cancer Society. And then Sunday, September 3rd, that's a 110 start kids Velcro toss. All kids 14 and under receive a pair of Velcro toss paddles in the shape of the ball and glove logo courtesy of Impark. And it's also a kids eat free Sunday. All kids 14 and under get a free lunch pack with a hot dog, bottled water, applesauce, and an ice cream treat. Call 414-902-4000 or visit brewers.com for tickets. All right, that's going to do it for us and this week's edition of Brewers on Tap. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Episode 97 coming your way next week when we're back in the nice home of Miller Park. Have a great week, everyone. I'm Lane Grindle. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.